Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the show you should not listen to. I'm CJ Rock and I'm joined by my co-host TC. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> nice to hear you, buddy. Um, how have you been, man? You all right? Is it, how's, um, how's, uh, hand over, hand over, hand over. Hand over, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right, Cash. We're recovering from, obviously, we've had a gastroenteritis bug for the whole family, so so today's like a recovery part. I, had it, I was the last one to have it, obviously, which meant that I could keep looking after everyone else <laughs> oh, until... God. Why am I laughing? This morning. That's really mean, and I'm sorry I'm telling you. But uh, I just uh, have uh, that image of. Um, yeah. Curtis, shockingly, I managed to recover faster than Catherine, so I could keep looking after people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you know what, Curtis? I don't, know why. I don't know why I find that funny. That's mean. You're the my buddy. I just like. Curtis. I'm a bath. I'm sorry. Shit peak everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's I right. can't remember where I saw a scene when everybody just started going, um, but that's yeah. what I had in my head, and that's why I'm laughing yeah, at you thankfully and the suffering your family time. is going for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it can't, I was going to say, thankfully, we, yeah, it, it wasn't at the same time. We all had it at different times, yeah. um, but it just means we're, we're, we're contagious. Well, you, you, got, you have my sincerest sympathies, and I hope yeah. your family yeah. recovers soon <laughs> and all my love yeah. to them all, because they're lovely. Your entire family... It's lovely. They're lovely, lovely, well, to, lovely to, people. Talking about a lot of bile and shit, so we're going to talk about Brexit. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I'll let you lead. We'll talk about Brexit quickly because Brexit is yeah. quite interesting in that it is a shit yeah. fest of um, um, like biblical proportions, and nobody really like if you're if you're if you're remain right. There must be people yeah. like me who've just gone. Do you know what? This is going to be hilarious. I'm just going to let it roll, yeah. and it's like uh, that's all I'm going to do because I've, I've, I'm like I'm over it. Like I don't want it to happen, but I'm over it because I've tried to speak to Brexiters, but it's like you can tell it's conspiracy when everybody agrees on how stupid they are. And I've heard the dumbest things this week, not just from Brexiters, but from people in general. Okay, yeah. And Brexit's just the pinnacle of it all. Because I belong to quite a few groups on Facebook. I know you're not you're not big on groups on Facebook and stuff, but I just don't like people in general. Curse. But I love people, right? Even when they're morons. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. And and I'm not saying you're a moron, Tony. I love you because you're my buddy. All right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm I'm why, what's wrong with me today? Um. You're usually the one with the comedy. I'm I'm like the straight guy. I'm not right? curse. I'm just whacked out, man. I'm yeah, just whacked out. Fair but enough. You keep okay. going. I'll, 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 I'll like what you do. <laughs> right. So, so Brexit. All right. It, it's like. It's it's mad because you've got this crazy situation where Theresa May thought, what just under a year and a bit ago thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna start Article 50 and gonna roll with this because that's what a powerful leader would do, and I'm gonna expect the yeah. entire country to come with me. I'm gonna yeah, ignore I'm, I'm gonna ignore everybody that voted Remain because there was yep. there was two million more people that voted Leave, which is fine. Even though yep. for the past what twenty thirty years we've had to live and listen to the Leave campaigners moan and yep. bitch and and all the rest of it and get their way on so much stuff, right? So we've had this situation yep. go on as long as it has, and then it culminated this week in a deal that nobody likes, right? Yep. That led to loads of ministers resigning. That the only party that's allowed to discuss it is the Tories, right? No yep. other party is actually allowed to discuss it. And unless, uh, unless the, uh, the Irish um, group, whatever, DUP, DP, decide yeah, yeah. not to bank them, 
nobody else is going to have say on this apart from the Tory party, right? And it yep. doesn't look like, apart from a few of them, it doesn't like, look like enough of them are going to turn their backs on Theresa May as to not back yep. it, right? Isn't yep. that a tragedy of democracy, right? Because I've said this to people before, a government of national unity, this is such a big decision that a government of national unity should have been called. Because um, what's his name, old uh, Corbyn, who everybody yep. suspected was anti-European and has pretty much proved that he's anti-European, is, well, is pro pro leave, May's pro yeah. leave. Why couldn't they have formed a government of national unity to work this out? I I literally don't get right. it. I I don't understand how we've ended up here in a shit fest. That I have so many people on my Facebook groups who bring up Brexit. Whether it's like uh, I grew up in Fulham, which is one group I belong to, or the UK Black Community. Uh, one yeah. going, yeah, Europeans are Nazis. They've done nothing. Uh, you know what? Everybody that remains a traitor. May's a traitor. I'm not guessing what I want. Yeah, that that rhetoric is awful. It's depressing. <laughs> well, it, it's because someone wants the best for their country, and uh, like I agree. I, I, like if if someone is voted leave, and they think that's the best thing for their country, mm. you know you know, best thing for the United Kingdom, then that's fair enough. That doesn't make them a traitor to me and I'm a Remainer. Mm. No, but that's what I'm saying. And and me wanting wanting the best thing for the UK, Mm. wanting it to remain in the EU because I think that's the best thing for for the UK. Yeah. That doesn't make me a traitor either. Mm. The traitor is if I sell, if if I'm funded by the Russians or I I, I get secrets or, do you know what I mean? Or, Mm. you know, things are done not by just the Russians but outside influences that's a traitor if someone yeah. tries to from an outside influence basically tries to change the sway the, the country that that's a traitor mm. um, but uh, people are banding it around just nilly willy to calling people traitors is the, the rhetoric the um, it's very far right it's very blame 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 mm. um and unfortunately, it's just a, it's a rising trend. I do, I do look at this and think, you know, it's like Civil War, the movie Captain America Civil War. Yeah. When you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. has actually been like the Nazis all along. Mm. I, I do get that feeling. <laughs> I do get that feeling. Well, that it, it was all, the Second World War was like a losing, like, it's like we just got tricked that we won it. Mm. They were just lying in wait. And now we've got this shit. We've got Reese Mogg, basically looks like Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Reese Mogg. Never have been. Um, I don't Klein understand why. I don't understand why he seems to have gained so much traction with the public. Like I was on this, this Facebook group I belong to. They're like Reese Mogg. He know what's. He knows what to do. I'm like, what's happened to the working class of this country? I know, but he doesn't. <laughs> they think it, it, it doesn't. He's never an changed idiot. a nappy. Can run the, like is the best option but it's, it's we the, have. But he hasn't got a clue about anything, has he? He's an, he's, a, he's an absolute joke. If you sit him down and just listen to what he's talking about, well, basically he just states rubbish. Mm. But then again, we live in a world where bullshit walk, walks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's scary because you know, I, I keep hearing like even people on the left in our tone, right? And, and this is something that I disagree with a lot of uh, commentators about because they keep um, throwing this out about the whole Brexit thing. That one that people um, live in, in on the left live in a bubble, right? Especially in yeah. London and the rest of it, we live in a bubble. And two, yeah. that um, we have to listen to people more and not be so judgmental of them. But all I see on the right is, like, 
Like, as an, as an example, I think I've discussed this with you before. And, Tone, just so you know, I had many an accident with the previous episodes of this, so this is effectively our first episode, right? That's right. <laughs> we'll discuss this in the past, right? But yeah. it's like um, all I see on the right, especially online, is, is, is divisive, insulting rhetoric. Now, yeah. to say someone lives in a bubble, it means you're not listening to anything else. Your news is coming from yeah. one place. And as far as yeah. I can see, every single person on the right thinks the BBC is run by um, either uh, George Soros, by Jews, yeah. or the Labour Party, or the Tories. And the only yeah. good news sources out there are ones that lie for a living. All right? Yeah. And they say we're in a bubble. Okay? They keep saying that we talk yeah. down to people, but... Yo, I'm the one who, uh, you know, the amount of times I've been called uh, names online, spare chucker, all the rest of it, yeah. Which I don't mind, spare chucker, because I'd quite like to throw spares um, in my spare time. Curse, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say you're, you're a Shakespeare. <laughs> Curse, if I was going to make that insult, I'd reply with, um, obviously you'll find I'm a Shakespeare. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I like that, I like that, that's really good. Yeah. Um, but the amount of insults that fly around, and I'm just like... They're closing down debate. Now, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but it seems to be the same message across a lot of sites, not just Facebook, but in Facebook groups in particular, and the way people talk. The whole way people talk has changed. Like, I had somebody um, turn around to me and go, yeah, um, we were talking about something random, not Brexit, but it was like, well, you know, um, race, if, if black people stopped talking about racism, there wouldn't be any. And I was just like, Wow. Where's... Wow. How? That, do, you know, do you know what that sounds like? Wow. Sound about sound like if you stop talking about rape. Stop talking about rape, Curse. It, stop, it stops happening. If you stop talking about child abuse, it stops happening, doesn't it? It's like, where... Uh, how, how did... Where did that logic come from? Do you know I'm, what I mean? Where, what, where did that I'm, logic I'm come stop, from? I want to stop talking about winter. <laughs> that'll go away. It's like, well, really? You, you what the fuck does that mean? You, you think that, you know, black people, we woke up one day we sleep, woke up in the morning, God, how can I make white people's lives more difficult? Let me talk of race. <laughs> yeah, because let's not include the slavery thing, the justification of slavery via race yeah. and racism, because it was, a, it was, it was, a, if, if, if you're going to get racist about it, it was a white people who created racism to make it okay to enslave black people. Yeah. Because they were meant to be enlightened, and the only way you could be enlightened yeah. and own slaves is if your slaves were of a lower level. And this is another That's thing right. people forget. That's right, not the same. More like beasts of burden than, than people. Yeah, so that was the only way you could do it. But that was what somebody said in front of me. Fair enough, the person was young, and I'm not going to name them, but I did at that moment go, well, really? Young people, <laughs> yeah. But there, 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 is, there is a difference between inexperience <laughs> and someone trying to learn yeah. and someone who's in their 70s or 60s saying something like no, that but what I'm saying meaning is, that they've really got no life experience no no I agree with you but, and, but also I think it's because the debate right the debate has been changed I don't know how and when it happened I don't know if it's Russian bots or just mad right wingers but like the fact that the debate was before before like like you remember when we were younger before the internet literally came along and Facebook yeah. and chat rooms were there people would discuss yeah. stuff and there were certain inalienable facts. One of those is that equality is a good idea. Okay? Societies yeah. thrive the more we have equality. Standard. Right? Yeah, yeah. The other one was that racism is wrong. Okay? 
Yes. And I think there was always one that was always one race, and racism's a full co- construct, and it's perpetuated by racists and by racist yeah. institutions, right? And you don't necessarily have to be a racist to understand that, right? Um, yeah. And uh, but yet it seems to be everything that was guaranteed is gone now. And the amount of, as an example, of people I find reminiscing about living in in Fulham like you'll you'll see little banners online like when I was young we used to play outside we used to have sticks and da-da, and all this type of stuff and I'm like yeah you also had rickets and and, and yeah. like you die by the time you were nine or you you know you wouldn't get treatment for like all sorts of stuff you 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 know we we live in yeah. an age like life is better yes it's a bit more difficult like, life and is better and it and what we are is more informed, which makes us more scared to let our kids run around till nine at night. Mm. It's because we spend our themselves. time on those websites being scared of, um, well, it depends which website. Some people are just scared of paedophiles. Some people are just scared of anything brown. But um, <laughs> it all depends on where you go. And it's, it's just, it, like, it's not just me. I think, like, everybody, lots of people who would agree with me and lots of people who would agree that, Actually, you know, let's not be scared of Muslims. I'm an atheist. I'm like, let's not be scared of Muslims. Let's actually, if the problem's paedophiles, let's deal with paedophiles. If the problem's criminal gangs, let's deal with criminal gangs. The second you say it's colour, it dismisses it. And you've seen that with the knife crime epidemic, which is up and down this country. But yet, people's response is that, yeah, like a Daily Mail's like, Wild West London. And I'm like, have you been to fucking Hartlepool? The police won't even go out in Hartlepool, let alone London. Do you know what I mean? Don't talk about yeah, London. But, but that doesn't make news. They want to blame. They want to blame someone brown. Yeah, it's like, and, but because of that, because it's identifiable. This is the whole. This is the whole right wing ethos, isn't it? Let's pick someone who's obviously that we can blame. Yeah. All right, because they look different. Yeah. It's like, and, and the way That's people, easy, it's yeah. like, and, and the one thing I had was that I got into an, an, a, a, a disagreement with one of Tommy Robertson's supporters, um, or someone who oh, didn't blind. say they were a supporter, but were like... That talked like it. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, oh, I'm like, the problem's not Muslims, it's men, first of all, and two, yeah. it's it's criminal gangs, it's criminal organisations taking advantage of young yeah. girls. And he was like, oh, what, your four girls getting raped? And I'm like, what? <laughs> How did we... Hold on a second. Hey, mate. Answer that. Did I, did I miss part of the discussion? Was I not in the yeah, room? But, um, <laughs> but it t- to me, it, t- it ties into that whole Brexit thing. The discussion's irrational, right? So you've got, like... We've made it too easy for the, rema- for the leavers. And Remainers aren't... A lot, a lot of Remainers aren't comfortable speaking up. Because a lot of people shut down discussion. They don't want to talk about politics, it's fine, right? They'll sit there and talk to you about how dangerous Muslims are all day week. But they don't want to talk about Brexit, right? So they'll shut that discussion down. And especially online, there's a habit to, like, they're Nazis, they're this, they're that. Like, I cursed some dude out today. I was like, "Mm, no, son. Like, ah, this is it, right? So this is how much I think discussion is is bad. And I was going to do this later on the show, but we can do it now. Um... It's called that women do bring out the worst in men, right? And I honestly believe that women do bring out the worst in men. But only not because of anything women do, okay? It's just there's a lot of men in this country that have a bee in their bonnet, right? And it's it's mixed with anti-feminism and racism, okay? Because I was online and a story came up. Now, if I'd known this when I was younger, I would have become a historian. 
But a woman uh, just became the UK's first black historian. Yeah, wow. First ever black historian, and she's female, and she's the first one, first black female historian, right? Um, And it was part of their celebration of women. They're doing profiles on like 100 women, I think it was. Now, I went into the article on Facebook, Tone, and nearly every comment, okay, underneath this article was by men, okay? It was also by white men, right? And every comment was like, what does it matter about her colour? What's so important about her colour? Why is that? What, she's a woman? All right, okay. What does it matter if she's female? She's a historian. What is um, I swear to God, it was all men, all white guys. What does it matter? Yeah. Who, who cares? Why is Come the BBC brakes baiting? Why is the BBC yeah. bringing up a colour? Why is it important? Yeah, well, why would... <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I, I made the comment, boy, there's a lot of white men on here upset about the BBC mentioning the colour. I wonder why. And one guy comes up, no, I don't care. I couldn't care less. I was like, no, hold on a second. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't care, why are you commenting? It reminded me when Black Panther came out. It's like some people get really... I I get the logic, but the logic's false. Because the only reason you're commenting is because she's black. The only reason you're upset about the fact that she's being mentioned even though you missed the point of the 100 women at the top profile on the BBC you missed that bit completely and I bet you didn't even read the article you're upset and you're having to go to the BBC because they mentioned she's black and she's the first and I point out to guy actually that's the reason to celebrate in a country filled with uh, where the population's like 75% to 80% white that you can have someone from an ethnic minority become the first of that ethnic minority to do something amazing in that country. That's a reason to actually celebrate. You should be celebrating her achievement, not going online and and, and not one of them came back to me. They haven't come back to me yet. Usually they're quick in with the digs. Couldn't do it. Why? Because I'm that awesome. Um, But yeah, I, I was just like, maybe it's just me. But like... And I know people say you shouldn't get involved in fights on Facebook, but sometimes I'm just like, I just put a statement out there. I'm not, I'm not getting into a fight. I'm just like, why are there so many white men commenting on this, the achievements of this amazing woman who's achieved? Look, yeah. She's the first. She's she's yeah. done a first. Why why are you coming on here and having a pop because they've mentioned that she's black and she's female? Like what what what's going on here? what happened and and that that was my thing but that that that's when i say women bring out the worst in men men and it was all men seem to get really upset when it's mentioned a woman's a woman especially if she's an ethnic woman and she's done something amazing it's weird isn't it and i don't know what it is you go to any article about women and it happened before when they mentioned that um, lots of companies did reports on male-female pay and they found that women were getting yeah. paid less. The companies yeah. themselves, and I mentioned this before, I'm sure, they said, this is us. We're not paying women as much as men. We're trying to change this. The amount of men come in going, well, I don't get paid. As, I, I get paid the same as my female colleagues. I don't get paid more. No, it's not true. I'm like, yeah. the companies themselves have said this. Why are you arguing with the facts? <laughs> and I'm like, I give up. It's, it's just... The view of that curse is that they're, they're obviously not in the positions where the, the money, you know, where that happens. 
that's it. You're not high enough ranking for that to be an issue. You know, you're the bog standard nothing job. Mm. You know. Uh, so yeah, until you get to that stage, not that I've been there, but it won't make a difference, will it? Funny yeah, people are funny, it, aren't it they? Just, it just confuses me why people get not so upset. Way. I think white people get confused, Curtis, and I'm white. I think I all people, confused. man. I was on a. Um, so I keep telling you these stories, Dan. But um, I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> I was I was on um, another group, and there was a picture. Now you're a parent, and and I I, I wonder how you yeah. feel about this in the long term. Obviously, yeah. I'm not. There was a video of this young girl. She must have been in a yeah. maybe late teens, maybe fifteen, sixteen, twerking uh, yeah, on a yeah. camera on a phone. Her father yeah. catches her twerking on her phone. Her father then proceeds to set a camera up and then beat her in front of the camera so everybody could see. Oh, now, my God. Now, now, this group, right, then went quite medieval, as I like to put it, and started going about how teacher respect, teacher this, teacher that, da 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 and I pointed out that, like, look, I, I come from a Caribbean family. I know that beating your kids used to be part of the, the, the procedure here. And I get yeah. that a lot of people have grown up with that and they see that as a normal thing. But I've also said that um, um, domestic violence, okay, if you surely, and then this is just my point of view, I don't know if I'm right on this, don't quote me, but if you, as a parent, beat your kids to control yeah. their behaviour... Yeah. What do you think they're going to do when they meet a partner that does that? And and this well, this this would be well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That lesson. What, what are you teaching them? You're teaching them that someone who's bigger and stronger can bully someone who's smaller. That's, that's the thing. That's the lesson you're teaching them. So you're teaching them that if I I'm bigger than you and you don't do what I say, I will hit you until you do what I say. So I'll bully you to do my position. Not, not that, not that we don't have time out and stuff like that. And sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I've had to smack Henry just to get him to to like come back into the room to like stop being naughty because he, and he's only two, you know. And I, I must admit, I, I I've done it once and I don't want to do it again. I felt like I'd, like I'd committed a crime. Um, so time out is is what we do now, and they go into time out. And they sit there until they say sorry. Like there's two minutes. We don't leave them out there. You know they can see us. It's, mm. not, it's not not a bad place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I. My reservations with the, with the beating, especially a 15 year old, for God's sake. Yeah, she was growing you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, all she so was doing was twerking. Basically, you need to try and have a you need to try and have a conversation with a teenager. Which yeah, it's not going to be fucking easy. But mm. you need to fucking hit your kid. Yeah. And then what what is she looking for in an abusive relationship in in her male? You know when she has a partner. But well, that, you know, her male her partner, if he beats her, well, that's what her dad used to do. So that's half of the course, isn't it? Yeah, I totally agree I, with I, you. I, I'm like, but I don't get why they don't seem to, you know, domestic violence is still a big issue in this country. Um, it's not something that, you know, it's, you know, it starts, you know, nobody, and I've had arguments with people who go, oh, um, the people who stay in these relationships aren't strong enough. Blah, blah. No, when violence becomes normalised in a relationship, especially between parent and, and, and um, child. Child. And like I said, you know, and then they become adults and they go out into the adult yeah. world and they're with, uh, in a relationship with someone. That person does something well, so they like. So they're, they're looking for someone who has that that switch without even really learning it subconsciously. Yeah. 
they're looking for someone who is violent. Mm. And, and, and that, like I said, I don't quote me. I don't know. I, I don't know if, if if that's completely correct. Don't you know? We'll have to get a psychologist on the show. Sorry, we'll have to get a psychologist on the show at some point. But I, I'm just like, it, it, surely that I don't, I don't see again why people don't see that pattern there, and why people assume it's it's all right to beat. You know, it was a grown child. The child was actually taller than the father, as far as I could see, in terms of the girl. And to 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 bring that sort of violence just because the way she was dancing. I know twerking is is sexually suggestive, suggestive in a way. But it's still just dancing. You find a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. You find a fifteen-year-old in any era who didn't dance. Yeah, and I'm sure the, the father twerking must have was, twerked yeah. at some point in his life because he he had yeah, a bogled or done something. <laughs> but that, do you get what I mean? And and, and that, that that to me was quite telling. And a friend of mine like commented back to me and went, "Curtis, why are you on this page? It's it's almost medieval." And I was like, "You know what, sweetheart? I've got to let people know that it's, I don't think it's right." And like, like I said, I'm not. I don't get into big discussions with people on these pages. I just like I put my statement out there. If they insult yeah. me, I take them down. If um, but I usually only do it in like two two lines. I, I don't yeah. get into deep. But there's no point. These people are stupid, and they it's like they're like a gang of bullies, and they get they get exactly they, they, they herd together. Like there's a guy who um, tried it on with me. Who I he, like when I first got onto Facebook, he tried it on me, but he didn't remember me. I remembered him, and yeah. I was just like, "You can't mess with me. You're not smart enough. If you can't tell the difference between you know um, the Labour Party and the Nazi Party, you're not smart. This discussion isn't going to yeah. improve for you." And um, that's all the way I am, but that, that's just me. But anyway, and just for the record, just to show you that I do read the articles, the um, first black female historian to um, to um, qualify in the UK, her name is Dr. Olivetti Otelli. Now that's an historian's name. Do you know what I mean? That, that that's gonna go. She's she's going places. She's, she's the first female black historian. Yeah. There are black male historians, yeah, I believe. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I was But aware, she's yeah. the first black female historian. Um, and that's Good a beautiful her. thing. I think that's pretty damned amazing. Right. So, Antonio, moving on, as you do. Yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? I, I We haven't uh, mentioned him yet, but we'll, we'll come to the, the guy we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what's on um, your mind? Uh, Deadpool, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, why, why is that on my mind? Christmas. PG thirteen mm. first time because it's got Kevin from the Wonder Years in it, who's been okay. tied up, uh, much like um, another great man who died this weekend, the writer of uh, uh, the Princess's Bride. Yes, and, uh, uh, they, William they, they, Goldman. They, yes, uh, he also did Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which other yes. people might know him for. Um, and they've he's got him tied up in that bedroom, the exact copy of that bedroom, mm. and is a. Uh, I'm not a kid. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, I, I quite like a bit of Deadpool. I, Deadpool I don't. I don't think part. he's going to be in the actual film. I think that was only for the advert. And I think. Have, did you watch Deadpool too? Yeah, I did. I did. Right. I did. So what it is is it's, it. it's just going to be a family-friendly version of Deadpool. So it's going to last twenty-five minutes. Yeah. So no swearing, no, no swearing. blood, no um, sexual references. Yeah, 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 and um, I think apart from that, like I don't. Deadpool made me cry with laughter. I haven't cried 
at a comedy since I think Blazing Saddles um, or yeah. Army of Darkness. I can't remember which one oh, actually yeah, yeah, just yeah. made me yeah. cry because it was so funny. Yeah. But um, I haven't cried at a comedy in a long time. And Deadpool and the baby legs. I was just like... <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. That Why? Was wrong Who's idea That's was so this? fucking wrong. Who's idea was this? I cried That's watching that. It was really good. I enjoyed it. so it. fucking wrong. I know, but it's so yeah. good. It, it was yeah, so good. Was I can't good. complain. Oh, the fucking... The, the, the guy who joins the team who's got no superpowers. Yeah, uh, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Yeah, brilliant. Kevin. Hey, Kevin! Go home, just go home. Yeah. Doing great! <laughs> but yeah, I, again, I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So yeah, all the all the violence seems to be cut. Um, swearing, I think, will go. Um, although, I think we've... So it's we've, not a Christmas Deadpool. I'm slightly gutted no, now. No, it's, it's not. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're adding any extra scenes. It's just going to be like, so your kids can go and watch it with you. Yeah, because they want it. To. Didn't they, make they as really much money to. as the first one did, and I think it's just a yeah, the attempt to though. recoup some costs. Yeah. No, I loved it. I I absolutely think it, it was comedy gold. I do think that the second one had the funniest joke, but the first one's better. The baby, right, the whole yeah. the whole scene with the baby legs, that that no, beat any any that's joke wrong. in the first one, but the that's... the first one was much more consistent throughout. From purely a male point of view, I, I, I love the woman who is Domino, who, like, they argue with, yeah. no, what's your superpower? Luck. Mm. No, it's not superpower. Mm, it is. Yeah, that was quite good. I enjoyed that. My no, it's not. Superpower's luck. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's it is. Not. There's no such thing as luck. No, that's pretty lucky. Yeah. No, that was brilliant. Um, I watched... Uh, so, are you up to date on your Marvel films, then? Marvel films, or...? Marvel films, yes. Uh, as in, I can't remember the last one that's come out. It was yeah, Infinity War uh, the last one. No, yep, actually, Venom was. was the last one that came out. No, I've and, not, and not Venom's seen. quite interesting because Venom did all right in the States. Did all right, I think it did a couple of, like, million in the UK. Yeah. But it's currently breaking records in Japan. Of course it's because they like a dark hero. What? It's, it's I think it's done about two hundred and fifty million, and it's currently the number one film still. Really? Yes, and it's been out for about five, four, three, three, four weeks. Really? Have you seen it? Yes. What did you think? I thought it was a disappointing mess of a film. I uh, like it, it was. It was in fact so disappointing. Like it starts off like there was. It, they told the wrong story. I I, I don't know if right. it's how to explain it but they could have cut it was too fatty at the start and then too lean yeah. at the end if that makes sense so the storyline starts off explaining lots of stuff you really don't need to know sort of like spider-man 3 like you don't care right right it could have just started the story at, 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 the, at the bit where he gets the um symbiote um which was yeah, good yeah. and spent more time with that because something happens halfway through the film that completely changes it and like, hold on, when did that happen? And it's it's a, it's, it's a tonal change in the film. And I think they cut that film a lot. I, I it, it, it feels like it was cut a lot and they scrambled to put something together. Um, it is tight with Marvel. They do mention a lot of um, the main Marvel universe. Right. Which I guess is part of the deal with DC. And yeah. um, what's the name? The actor, he's pretty good. Tom Hardy. 
Yeah, Mr. Hardy's pretty good. Sorry. Bear with me two uh, seconds. What? No worries. Carry on. Carry on talking. Right. I was going to say, I was under the understanding someone said to me, goes the, well, actually, I think it was Mark Commode mm. on um, the BBC Film Review show on, on Radio 5. He said that the, the bit he thought he could have done with more was Tom Hardy and the symbiote, the more talking to each other bit. Yeah, that, it, that it definitely generally than anything else. That you're you're completely right. And if I, if that's what they needed more of, they needed more of their relationship, more of their bonding, and more of an explanation of why Venom does what Venom does. And they yeah. don't really explain that. The villain makes no sense whatsoever. Which, if you were going to do a prelude, you surely could have focused like Superman focused on Vulcan and Zod. They could have done yeah. the prelude about the symbiotes, which would have made sense. But you end up at the end of the film going, all right. You're like, it's not horrible. It's not this. It's just a mess. It's a tonal mess. And yeah. also, they Sony. I I don't know how they do their film scripts, but the the woman in it whose name I can't remember offhand, acts uh, and behaves um... just like um, Gwen Stacy in Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man. Right? Oh, okay. I'm not saying she she doesn't die. Let me just throw that out the window there. There's no death. Yeah. But if you Michelle watch Williams, it, I think she does exactly the same thing that happens in, like, do you remember in uh, Amazing Spider-Man in 2, right? Yeah. When the Green Goblin, no, Electro's in that power station and Gwen yeah. Stacy comes along and she goes, right, I'm the only one who knows how to turn the power on, so I'm going to go and press this button up here. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly the same shit happens in Venom. So I don't know if they're using the same script writers or something. And she's dressed like Gwen Stacy yeah. most of the way through the film. And I'm like, why is she? What's with blondes probably and, and, and Sony? It's, it's probably the same script writer. It's probably like, oh, we know that works. But did it? That was that was a terrible Spider-Man. Yeah, Andrew Garfield might be a good actor, but I, I, I didn't like him as Peter Parker. He was a shit party Peter Parker. He was an okay Spider-Man. No, I think it was just a bad script. I, you know, you, you didn't you didn't need the origin story again. They they no. tried to go back to the comic books because actually, um, I think the the lizard was the first villain, or was it the vulture? Yeah, it was the lizard. No, no, the lizard was the first villain. Right, so uh, vulture only appeared in um, in Homecoming. Okay, so the lizard comes out, and the lizard's like, it's a great character. We've been we've been dying yeah. for that one type of quite a while. Yeah. And again, Sony, I, I, they do the same thing they do in every Spider-Man film, and it's the thing that winds up winded me up the most. Hey guys, Spider-Man needs to get to the top of the tower. Okay, let's move all our cranes so he can swing all the way up there. Yeah. What the seven shades of fuck was that shit? But, yeah, no hey. idea. <laughs> They keep doing that no, shit and it winds me up. I'm like, what's wrong with Sony? Like when um, in Spider-Man 2, when he stops the train and his mask comes off and like everybody's like, yeah, we'll keep your secret. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, not with that one. But moving on. Oh, you broke up on me there a bit. Don't, don't, don't lo- let me lose you now. No, no, uh, hopefully not, mate. Hopefully not. Um, so jumping in there, Marvel Comics the patron saint of Marvel, or the Grand Pope. The Grand Pope of Marvel has passed, Stan the Man Lee. Never got a chance to meet him. Well, I I didn't get the opportunity to meet him. Um, There's been a lot said about it. All I'll say is this, loved Stan Lee. I think 
Stanley, I think Stanley's voice I heard before I even read a comic book anyway. Because I think, do you remember the old Spider-Man yeah. cartoon? Spider-Man! Yeah. Yeah, that, that's probably yeah, yeah, my yeah. first experience of Spider-Man. And he, Same here, actually. And, and I was going to say, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, that was my, um, yes. I think my first introduction to that world with Firestar and, uh, and Iceman. Mm. And um, I, I just remember all of that vague, vaguely. That was my first experience in comics. Stanley was 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 there from the get-go. Um, I, I don't know if I'd say he's had an amazing effect on one's life, but in terms of my yeah. enjoyment of science fiction and fantasy and the idea of the concept of the superhero, I think Stanley um, has played a massive part in that. Well, yeah, uh, uh, fundamentally, I mean, his his take on mutants and their persecution is obviously a reflection of the civil rights movement. Mm. Uh, and actually, he's probably subconsciously swayed people's, you know, children would understand, actually, that injustice is injustice. I, I was gonna, you know? I was gonna go and say further. I think, uh, uh, you know, eventually, I think Marvel Comics and the effect Stan Lee had, especially in yeah. terms of uh, morality and heroism and sacrifice, will have mm. a more of an effect than the Bible at some point. Um, I'm not saying mm. he's there yet, and I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. But I think well, there's if I, better. If I, if I was a religious person, Curse, I would mm. say that probably. Um, probably the religion has had that effect on comics you know what i mean and then <laughs> therefore therefore you would look at it as a reflection but saying that you can take any any religion you mm. from um it, i think it's this it's tale of gilgamesh that's where it was sacrificed and i think that's the first sort of gilgamesh might be what you consider the first superhero mm. um uh you know there's a story of sacrifice in there the man who's looking for eternal life yeah. to be a legend you know and, and, and so forth and so on so so the, the those are fundamentals in, in humanity. Mm. I mean, we can go on to, to what's it called? Um, uh, a glass and, oh God, I've forgotten the, the trilogy of movies. Mm. Um, you had glass, glass is coming out soon. Um, yes. Then you had the one with, oh, the one where it's the monster. Oh, I can't remember, Curse. And the first one, I, do you know what? I love those movies. MK Night Shyamalan. Really? Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the... What was the first one, Curtis? With Bruce uh, Willis and... Uh, Unbreakable. That's really embarrassing. Unbreakable, I've got it on yeah. DVD. Um, massive fan of that movie. Yeah. And then it explores, the, explores that same thing, isn't it? That in, throughout history, um, these people have had these these abilities. But throughout history, you've got Hercules, you've got you know Jason, you've got all the heroic oh, true, but I, I think that's, 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 that's where like comic books a lot of the time get their inspiration from. But I think there yeah, was something right, particular. Right. I, I think there was something particular about Marvel Comics in the sense of what Stan Lee and Jack Kirby did, which was to make these characters yeah. that bit more human. Which I, I you know, yeah. which if you look at Superman, he's not. Even when he's Clark Kent, um, it was a question of was Clark Kent him or was was Clark Kent the costume or was Superman um, Batman yeah, a billionaire yeah. um, whose only real weakness is his lack of ability to trust. Which was in yeah. stark contrast to Peter Parker, who no matter what good he done, would always get um, get the bat, get the rotten end of the stick, the rotten apple out of life. Yeah. You know, um, or uh, the Hulk, 
who didn't want to be a hero but was made to be a hero, unfortunately, yeah. but was hated by the world. Or the uncanny, the uncanny X-Men, um, <laughs> who were yeah. um, who were like an, an analogy for what I could, which people still don't get, was an analogy for the um, the race conflict in the United States. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly right. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, you know, uh, but made them human yeah. with their own weaknesses, and that's what I'm. When yeah. I say, when I and make them two white people as well, yeah, make them white people, which you think would get through to some people. You think they'd yeah, understand yeah. it? That it's an analogy for for the the racial um, conflict and racism in in America. Yeah, but people still don't get that. Um, and you know. And and what's tragic for me on the terms of I think Stanley's amazing, and in spite of all the criticism he gets for how he treated Kirby and all the rest of it, I still think that he was the tantamount salesman. And without him, I don't think those comics books would have reached as much. But also, he gave those characters such humanity that people That's could right. relate. He to made them. the fraud. Yeah, and even though there are no yeah, real superheroes in this world, I, I think, like I said, they will reach more people and touch more people than anything else. And curse. even though this, um, is you, this curse can so when you said there are no real, there are curse, and she's the first black woman to uh, in this country to become. No, but you know what? I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's almost a good moment circle. to end the show, but we so, cannot. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But no, that was good. I like that tone. I'm, I'm, that yeah. was goody. Um, right before yeah. we go, um, where was I? Um, right, so Stanley's gone. Yeah. He died. Um, yeah. and it is tragic and I do wish that um, you know, a few people have taken a pop Bill Maher took a pop, read up on that article about comic books and about how men don't want to grow up, blah 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 and the other one was yeah. um, Ar- Arnie Hammer started having a pop up oh, at people right, yeah. because they were putting pictures of themselves up with, with with Stan and blah 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 but the most, what I want you to go and watch is actually um, Kevin Smith's YouTube video yeah. he does a show um batman beyond no fat man beyond all right yeah, yeah where he talks about him he he met stanley him and stanley became really good friends um yeah. after more rats um, and yeah. they became really really good friends even though because he appears in more rats yeah even though um uh, um kevin smith had the potty mouth they became really really good friends yeah and what's tragic is he was with he did an interview with um with stanley's wife and Stanley's yeah. wife, uh, who died, I think five years ago, she died. Stanley yeah. would always say that she was she wasn't the one that got away. She's she's the one that he married. Loved his wife to bits, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, she was doing an interview, and Stanley was sat in the corner, and she said, "You know what? I, I, don't get me wrong. Spider Man, this Spider Man, that is great, but the world will never know how much of a great writer he is." how much of a great novelist he is, how Shakespearean he is. Because Stanley always wanted to be a writer, but he never did it. But he'd write his own stuff in his own time. And obviously his wife got to read it. And it would be really, really nice if one day we everybody got to read that. I don't know if it will ever happen or whatever. Um, it may be. Well, it might do now. It might do now. But that's that's a true tragedy of Stanley. I think comic books were his thing. But obviously, his wife loved the fact that he was a great writer, and of things yeah. that weren't comic books. And that to me is like the true 
tragedy of it all. Not not the worst thing, obviously. Because he, he well, well, I don't right. know if it's a tragedy. Cause it, he might have, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's face it, he changed entertainment. Yeah. Well, maybe Stan Lee you know, was the superhero and, and Stan Levovitz, or whatever his name really was, yeah. was, was the... Um, yeah. Was, the, was the actual ego. him? Yeah, his alter ego, yeah. and that's maybe why he did was so good with the old superhero thing. Um, but, right, before we go, um, what yeah. was your your favorite? Do you have a favorite Stanley comic book? Because um, we sort of missed the main output of Stanley, I think. But did you did you have one that was a favorite of yours? I don't know what when I was when I was a kid. I think, and I think, and this is I think I had. Like when I was about, I don't know, four or five, I had a, a Fantastic Four Silver Surfer mm. annual thing. Yeah. And I think that might be, as I said, that's not my first contact with with, with Stanley and, and Marvel. Um, it would have been Amazing Spider Man or something like that uh, on TV on a TV show. Um, but I think it was that, and I found I found the I don't know if did he create the Silver Surfer as well. Yes, with uh, uh, or as people go with Jack Kirby. <laughs> Which I go, yeah, yeah, um, but but the because what's his name? I can't remember his, his actual name. Oh, the character's name. Uh, either way, I found that his character is such because we went through his backstory where he had to mm. sacrifice himself, Silver Surfer, to sacrifice himself to save his planet by becoming the herald of yeah, uh, Galactus. Galactus. And it's a really melancholy, sacrificial. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's doing this job, and I like literally that character, the Silver Surfer. <sighs> I'll try and get hold he's of a, such a good There's a comic book that um, Stanley done, which was like a graphic novel, I think, or something like that, where it's an issue where he sort of retells the Silver Surfer story, and it's yeah. quite good. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. I'll try and get hold of it for you. Um, Christmas is coming. It, it just and, strikes me as like very Green Lantern. I don't know why. He's almost very Green Lantern, but mm. he's not. Do you know what I mean? He's got this kind of. Oh, I don't know. He's got this reverence. He's got this. Mm. He's, there's more to him than, say, for example, um, I don't know. Spider Man's a great character, but mm. there's a melancholy to him. Yeah. I think that, for some reason, resonated with me as a child. Okay. Well, well it probably doesn't say a lot about me. It's <laughs> just a lot. What I'll do is, um, what I, my favourite Stanley is when, um, one of my favourite Stanleys is when he, when DC Comics. Asked him to reimagine the DC characters, and yeah. he basically got. They gave him Superman, Spider Man, Batman, Wonder Woman. He done fuck that shit up, and I'm always like, Bravo, Stan, Bravo. What well, there's been articles out recently about how um, um, should Black Man be black? And online, obviously, if you go on Facebook, they're like, No, he can't. He's risen as a white man. He can only be a white man. He can't be anything else. How can he be a black man? Batman can't be black. There's no black billionaires on the earth. How can you have a black billionaire in a bat suit flying? What? <laughs> uh, you, could, you, you could have an Arab billionaire. I'm sure, I'm sure there are black billionaires, but they just don't let you know a black that they're billionaire. billionaire fighting crime, he'd more likely be the king pimp. Why would he be? Fo- anyway, but, um. <laughs> sorry, Tone. And, um, sorry, mate. Sorry. And, um. So, yeah. He, he, he actually um, made Batman a black man. And and now there's a lot of talk about Batman actually being a black man in the movies or Superman being a black man in the movies. And it's quite interesting, people's responses. 
I've never understood right, it, and right, I'm not just my, saying it. My I'm understanding black. with the with the DC multiverse is that they're already black with Superman. Yes, there is. There's um, Col L, I believe. Of uh, well, I think there's more than one, and there. there's there's quite a few of them. Yeah, because they're a, all like because there's multiverse. So like, yeah. it's not a new thing. No, no. Just read comics. Stop being a prick. Yeah. No, no, you guys. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like when, when they when they announce something different for the movies, I'm just like, I think Elseworlds because I remember Elseworlds when I was younger. DC started that yeah. imprint in the early '90s, I think it was. So yeah. you'd have um, Batman in different environments. You'd had different versions of Batman, and on yeah. Superman and Wonder Woman and all the rest of it. So, and at one point they were thinking of casting Beyonce as um, Wonder Woman, if I remember correctly. So it's, yeah. I, I don't get upset when I see that. I'm not like, it has to be like it is in the comics. Because the Marvel Cinematic Universe, none of the characters are like they are in the comics. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're versions of them. And to yeah. ask that they're just like they are in the comics just sounds really juvenile and anti-creative, which, you know, when I was younger, the comics were never about that. You, you brought the best version you can to the screen. And Marvel seemed to know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? They've made... I don't think they've colour-swapped... Yeah, they colour-swapped Valkyrie and they've colour-swapped Hamidl. Hamidl, yeah, yeah. Scene, and um, I think that's been... Yeah, I don't what's, think it, what's it? Um, what's it? The hero, what's the, the guy in um, Idris Elba's character? Hamidl. Helmard. Uh, Hamidl. Yeah. They've colour-swapped him. Yeah. But to be fair, does it fucking matter? Well, it does, apparently, if you're Icelandic and it's taking away your history and your culture. And I'm like... All right, you, yeah, I thought you did real. that when the that's Christians real, yeah. came along. <laughs> yeah, that's, you do that's know they're not real. Well, um, you know, I'd like to visit Iceland one day, so I don't, you know. Well, my favourite one is when, it, when, when people go, well, maybe we should turn the um the Black Panther so he's white. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think Tarzan was? And the, and the Phantom. What? So you honestly believe? Like you, you do understand that this this is what this this is what it was before. Do you know what I mean? You had a yeah, white yeah. guy running. Re, you're like you, you didn't get upset when they brought out Tarzan. What a white guy brought up in a jungle who grew up with apes till he was an adult. By, by, by apes. By apes. By apes. Um, grew up, yeah. learned to speak to the animals. Um, yeah. somehow, somehow gets to adulthood with no serious diseases from fucking the monkeys, because I know we done fuck some apes, right? And, and the yeah. natives can't even speak to the animals. Yeah, and the natives are scared of him, because he's superior. Yeah. But the Black Panther are like, oh, why don't why don't we change Martin Luther King so he's so he's white? And I'm like, that's the X-Men. Morons! Yeah, it's done, it's been done. <laughs> what it's do you think done. Professor X is? Yeah, it's yeah. like... I, but yeah, that that's just my thing. I right? just like the list of things that racists must get ready with their special logic. My logic says that you can't have a black Batman because um, I say so, or black Bond because. Well, how can you have a black Bond? What a secret agent who's black? Well, yeah, you, you. Some of the greatest spies in history were black. Marty O'Hara is it? Ma- Marty O'Hara. She was. She was uh, black, and then there was that Muslim, that brown late Muslim woman who um, was a spy in France. And then you know, there's been black spies. Matahari, Matahari, Matahari that's it. Uh, and you know, it's like people like it's like the time only started yesterday for them, and they don't get. Can I any, say, Curtis? Yeah. Quickly, she can't be that good a spy because we all fucking know about her. That's post-war. We didn't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Days. yeah. 
That's all right, Tony. That's that's all right, mate. It's, 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 it's not, it's not James Bond. He's a not, shit spy. Yeah. Because everybody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. Ah, Bond, James Bond. Yes, yes, I know. How can they, you're not a fucking played <laughs> guy. He comes around and shoots people. Oh, God. It's like, it's one of those things. I don't get it. Yeah, people get really upset, but I'm like, Phew. it's like, chill, folks, man. It's not the end of the world. If there's a black Batman, guess what? Next movie, they can make him white again. And you don't need to worry. Well, that's exactly right. No, 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 one, no one gives a shit for that long. Oh, they do. Um, they I, don't, I really, really I really... I, yeah, but I don't... Why? why I don't know. Fucking, Anto- what's wrong with your Anto- life? I don't know. I really don't know. It's like they announced there's a game called The Witcher, um, which you may or may not have yeah, heard Henry, of. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill's been cast in it. And they classed... Like, it's an American production with a Polish yeah. production team. American money, Polish yeah. production team. And as with Netflix, yeah. Netflix are like... We need to get ourselves some ethnic people in all our productions here, boys and girls. Yeah. There's no excuse for not having them in there. And they, they put yeah. a young a young black lady in it. I think they put two ethnic characters in there. And the yeah. the Witcher fans have lost their shit. Um, and it's yeah, embarrassing. Well. It's embarrassing. And, and on this point, I agree with Bill Maher. It's like, grow up. I mean, seriously... Why are you so? It's yeah, but, not but, like but, that but, in the book. Lose your, look, I, I can understand if you lose your shit because it's like it's taken something and it's made it shit. But you've watched it and you've got. Do you know what? Those characters are pointless. Mm. They are literally there as tokens to make it more. Really. Tell you what, why don't you just fucking try watching it first and then slag it off? Yeah. Or, or even better, why don't you get the money together yourself and make I'll your make own it. version? Yeah, because that takes um. Because there's a massive difference between <laughs> slating something off and, uh, and actually doing something. And then just where... making something, yeah, exactly right. It's like Star Trek exactly fans right. who are Star Trek fans who I, you know, some Star Trek fans I love um, because they're positive people and they're positive about Star Trek. But the yeah. one thing that's shown me that fandom's a shit show of biblical proportions is when Star Trek Discovery came out and a lot of people lost their shit. Because they had a black character front and center, but they hated it before it even came out. Um, they yeah. hated it because it wasn't like it wasn't like the very middle class and very like oh, um, very creepy. I would also say um, Star Trek: The Next Generation at times. I enjoyed Star yeah. Trek: The Next Generation. Don't get me wrong, but there was something. Mm-hmm. I remember I rewatched it um, last year because it was on Netflix, and there's an entire yeah. episode of about five minutes of Dr. Crusher and Deanna Troy doing yoga in this in their outfits. And I was just like, the, the, this scene doesn't... What, why is this scene... How, this, how, how many times did you watch it? Just the once. Because it was, it, was it was very 90s, Tony. It wasn't... Uh, like yeah. I was watching it, I was like, yeah, this... this no. Um, let's get physical. It just it doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, it didn't do anything. Just a bit wrong. Yeah, he's just watching it going yeah, like, it's just, uh, it's, okay. It feels a bit creepy. Why is this? Why is this? Why is this scene actually here? And um, there's, there's just, I, uh, yeah, I've got no problem with that. But there's something creepy about um, sci-fi fans, and they turn into horrible people a lot of the time in that they lost their shit about Discovery before it even came out. They couldn't yeah. admit that it was a really good series, and now yeah. from what I'm understanding that they're retooling it to fit in more with the next generation version of Star Trek and all, all the rest yeah. of it. Um, 
and, and it's just it's, it's, it's disappointing that we can't when I was like uh, a new I've, version I've of something used to make me happy yeah I want one criticism of it fire away but, but I love the show mm. my one criticism is that unlike you and me you sat down at 6 6.15 or whatever it was on a, a BBC2 after school yeah right and started watching Star Trek yeah because it was family friendly yeah anyone watch it this is not like, I would not put a 10-year-old in front of the TV really? watching watching Discovery. Why? Curtis, man. It's, like, super violent. It's, it's like, no, it's it sex scenes in it. It's not a kid's show. Okay, it's not a kid's True, but it was time for Star Trek to grow up. I, uh, yeah. Curtis, they're, 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 they're finding bodies of human beings that are being eaten by Klingons. True, but the, look, yeah, I will say this now. Star Trek The Next Generation was far too middle class. And, and uh, yeah, no, Curtis, it, was it was far too like. But, hey, you know, we're, we're in a way, Curtis. Mm. Yeah, no, it was middle class, and they didn't shoot to kill. Yeah, I, I get that. I get it that. But yeah. what it did, it, it, it had, a, it had, a, in many ways, unlike most sci-fi, mm. it was almost like a hopeful. This is what the future can be. To a degree, so but, we're but for. when the, the series and episodes people like the most are the ones that had the conflict. Like most people like Deep Space Nine most, right? Because that had a hell yeah. of a lot of conflict in it and a hell of a lot of um, violent moments in it. You didn't get to see them obviously because it was family friendly violence. Um, yeah, but that one had a lot of conflict. Discovery, yes, the swearing and the whatever. But I was I rewatched the original series and that's got like. Although they don't show violence in the same way, there's episodes yeah. where you've got a, a, a first lieutenant on the ship going, looking at Spock and going, uh, "These are your people. They look like you." <sighs> yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The racist, yes. Yeah, and and like they 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 seem to be building towards something. And Generation was like, "We're perfect now. We have no problems." And whereas Discovery yeah. took it back a bit and went, "Actually." Let's let's bring some realness back into this. And yes, humans yeah. don't fight among each other, but we've still got a few kinks to work out here. We're, we're yeah. still building towards the Federation, like Enterprise should have done, and never really did yeah. until the last season. Um, yeah. And and that, that's all I'm saying. I'm, you know, Discovery's not perfect, but the way the fans go on, it's like somebody stole their fucking toys. It's like these are the same people that turn uh, around so and go. Saying. These are the same people that turn around and go, yeah, Star Trek the motion picture. Brilliant. No, Rathacon. <laughs> the motion pictures are appalling. That, that's brilliant. Yeah, but uh, do you know what? Do you know why that happened? It's because Star Wars came out and it was such a massive success that they were actually going to make like um that was meant to be a TV show. Yeah. So they're going to make it into like I don't know like a ten ten episode TV show. Okay. But because because it was so, because Star Wars did so well. They, they they just decided to make a movie instead. Yeah, it just didn't know. It would have been good as a TV series, like a mini-series. Uh, would have been yeah, all yeah. right. But after a while, I was just like... Pfft. All right, Antonio, we're coming up to the last minute and 15. No, 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 we're coming up to the last minute and 15. It's yours. Hit me. Um, mate, I hope you have a good day. Everyone who's listening, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, let's hope... Let's I hear some uh, Tory rebels, not so, senior Tory uh, members, have decided to try and um, ask for us for a people's vote, another referendum, basically. Let's hope um, we get which that. Which is interesting. Let's hope we get that. Um, not that it's, it's got a, also I read an article somewhere um, from an author saying that Brexit was meant to be a a politician's game, basically mm. to try and flip power. 
Yeah. And it was it was never meant to go through. It's never um, Which, yeah, yeah, because anybody who knows that about it, is, you know, anyone who's clued up about the whole thing would have decided long ago that actually we're better off. There is no better deal with Europe than being in Europe and being a main player. Okay. Well, um, with, the, with the last few moments, let me just say, Tone, thank you for being my co-host on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, you, welcome man. to the first episode of the show you should not listen to. Um, join us next week. Are you back next week, Tone? Haven't scared you away? All right, mate. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right. Have a nice night. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Right, mate, you take care. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.